0: Hey guys, welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things from the Traxxas Haas to the Arma Felony and Infraction V2, as well as whatever else I come up with in this little bit of time that I have while my batteries charge. So um, I've got some Spectrum batteries on the charger, dual 3S rocking in that. Spectrum S2100 charger. This thing charges batteries so fast, I can't even believe it sometimes. Um, The amperage rate that they do is not something that I wouldn't have done before, but being all the smart stuff, you know, I like to let it do its thing, and man, does it kick the batteries out fast. So I'll have those things cranking out of here very soon and uh, ready for the infraction V2, running some 6S power in it. Um, I've been also taking out the Traxxas Haas and, uh, that I'm using a Venom battery in because I have the adapters over to the Traxxas plug from the XT60 that came with those as kind of their uni plug design. So that's what I've been running. And I've had a whole lot of frustration with that, had to come up with a kind of a work around until I got my PowerTech straps in, which I do have now on the bench to install. Uh, not tech, they're pure tech. PureTech, PureTech quick straps that they have. And I got the medium ones this time. I have the large ones in the Max because it does 4S. Well, since this only does 3S, I got the smaller ones, so I wouldn't be like having so much Velcro to deal with. So um, that is what I have for it is the medium ones are going to be installing in the Haas and trying to secure batteries that way. My workaround right now only lets me use my soft packs. It's a bit of a tight fit, and I have to jam a Allen wrench, the L wrench, into a hole that I drilled through their tab uh, to hold the battery strap, I guess, in place, the plastic strap that they give you. And so um, that's kind of the workaround. It doesn't really work great. I don't want to have to be changing out straps if I want to use different batteries that are different widths and all that. So... Um, I'm gonna go the Velcro route, hold it in place that way. The workaround did work. That uh that L <laughs> uh Allen wrench really did lock that thing in place. Probably should have popped out a couple times with the hard hits I took with that thing. And I do gotta say, um, as frustrated as uh, as I've been with the battery compartments in uh pretty much most Traxxas vehicles. Uh, I really do like how the Haas drives. I said Haas funny there. How the Haas drives because um, I didn't really enjoy how the Max drives. Now, you guys know that I loved how the X-Max drove um, for years and years. Um, Just really, really fun. Loved how it would plant down into a corner and kind of lean in and just push its way through. And so awesome. Well, the Haas does that as well. Even on cement, I wasn't getting rollovers with it. And I really dig how the suspension works. Now, it is plastic. You do have to use the spacers uh, for your um, preload, which is never fun, uh, and, which means I will never adjust them, basically. Uh, with a preload that's threaded, I will make adjustments, but I never have the—I have too many cars to be dealing with preload spacers. So, um, I'm not going to change the shocks because at the price that the car came, I'm trying not to put any more into it. It's already— Already pretty spent for a four, uh, for a 3S car at $480. Not really much more money I want to spend on it. Um, you know, wheels, tires, any of that stuff. New batteries that'll fit it. I just want to drive it with what I've got. You know, I've been in this hobby a long time. I've accumulated a lot of things. And I would hope that my things that I've accumulated would work with a car that's a 3S with my 3S batteries. So, Uh, It doesn't really, and it was supposed to come with another battery strap and it didn't and other things. But overall, getting past the nitpicking, which is something we do, like negativity sells, right? But getting past all that negativity, I do have to give it pretty high marks, though, for fun factor. And overall bashability. uh, It does wheelies. It does the ollie. It does flips. Now, it doesn't do crazy flip, 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 flip kind of flips where you do it like three, four times like you can do with a granite. These uh, these tires are almost like being belted because they're so firm that they don't expand and they don't give you that kind of rotating mass to do the flips. So you can get about one off of a big jump, uh, but it does it very well, almost perfectly every time. And uh, the front flips that I was doing with it too were really controlled and really awesome. So um, very fun to drive. It can wheelie, Uh, It can slide in the dirt and not really roll over too much. It does have the self-righting, which, you know, hit or miss. Um, So, yeah. Uh, The Ollie does kind of put you in a weird spot with that hard gas to break in the air. And then if you're doing it off of things, you're trying to then re-hit the gas so you don't nose down into the ground. And I've noticed, I've seen other people do it, too, where they land on throttle a lot. And we're seeing some drive shafts break because of that. But you know what? That happens when you land on throttle, and it's kind of worth it for the ollie because the ollie is that cool. So we'll keep breaking drive shafts, uh, you know, every once in a while, randomly because of that, and I'm okay with that. Um, Okay, enough about the Haas. Well, can I move on this? I haven't driven it enough to give too many opinions about it. Other than I can say it's really fun Um, once you get the battery situation worked out. The Infraction V2... Well, no, let's go... There's a couple things. The Sen Dually F450 that they've got. Um, it's brushed. It comes out at 370. And uh, it's a pretty cool build. Um, not maybe the most durable truck with that long of a frame. But for what people are going to use it for, I think it's pretty cool. Um, you're going you're gonna to see people towing stuff with it and just kind of having fun. You know, like we... We didn't know what people would do with uh, Tamiya semi-trucks and whatever else. But people get creative and they do things with these RCs that they really enjoy. And I think there's going to be a good market for that as well for the Sen lineup, um, at least for the Ford people out there. So, hopefully, we'll see some other bodies for it. And, uh, you know, people are pretty particular about their trucks. And that's one of the selling features for it is that people that like um, Ford and have a Ford truck are gonna be drawn to this thing because it looks amazing. Uh, Other than that, um, yeah, we we kind of beat up on it. It did pretty good. We got it up, you know, I think it was 28 miles an hour, 26 miles an hour, don't quote me on that. But when we flipped to the high-speed gear and ran it on 3S, we got some decent speed with it. And uh, um, from there, The Infraction V2 I just got. And I've been driving the felony, and I love, love, love the felony. It looks so cool. I'm still waiting for more tires to come in before I go too crazy with it because I want to keep it running. Uh, So I did some burnouts and all that for videos. Now I'm kind of taming it down. The Infraction V2, all bets are off. There are tires out there for it, and I have six sets of them two of them in the office and four more on the way so i will be tearing up tires on that thing left and right uh and having fun doing it i'll i'll keep some that are mainly for burnouts you know as they get low you know those will be like my shredded tires or you know when i want to smoke the tires real good i'll i'll slap on some of the uh the worn tires but um yeah, that thing, the V two infraction is hands down my favorite on road car that I've driven yet. I was getting into some of the um, the drag stuff, and I'm still trying to get into that a little bit. It's fun. Uh, it's just you don't need like crazy space to do it, and um, yeah, you can just kind of set up and let it go for you know a couple of rips here and there, and um, try and keep a straight line and and have fun doing it. Um, but this this V2 is, is next level uh, for any of the on-road cars that I've driven to this point, and that handbrake is half of the reason why. Oh my goodness, that thing is amazing. Now, I don't know exactly how they want us to use it, but I was usually letting off the throttle before I'd hit it, uh, because it seems weird to have the center diff moving and then applying a brake to one of the shafts when it's under power, so I kind of release it and then hit it, um, and it You can release it almost immediately because it starts to break free and just slide. And then you can just punch back on the gas. And that's what I've been doing. And man, I can't even tell you. It is so much fun and so controllable with the way this thing can drift uh, with these tires and the way that they slide. They have enough grip to kind of be pushing and getting the car going in the direction you want it, but it's still sliding and it just looks amazing. Amazing, amazing. So I'll be doing, I'm, I'm trying to work out something to do like the two cars together. I'd love to do finish it all off with the two of them nose to nose and just smoke the tires like straight into each other. Uh, I think that would be super epic. Um, and just kind of, you know, wrap the video that way. And uh, yeah, I know I saw Kevin Talbot did it. Um, I, I had that idea when I got this and now I've seen his video but they were kind of pushing each other around. I want to kind of lock it down and just have them both head to head smoking tires and until they kind of just, you know, break apart, (laughs) just wrap the video with a long old burnout. So that's kind of one of my ideas. I do want to do some jumping and street bashing and all of that with them, which is scary to do because these bodies look so amazing and I'm thrashing them when I do this kind of stuff. But It's kind of what I want to do with these cars, and so it's going to happen. It's got to happen. So we're going to do a little bit of probably damage to the body, but, you know, they're made to have fun with, and so that's what we're going to do. But um, the infraction, I'll tell you what, that spectrum system in it, I was wondering if it was going to overheat like the last one. They did put a heat sink on it and a small fan, which is kind of smaller than a lot of fans on the market I didn't have any overheating issues, um, at all. And I ran it just burnouts and slides and brakes And all I did was street bash with it and it just took all of it. So I'm not really a speed guy. I'll put the speed gear on these things just to see what they do. Um, it's kind of a pain to change it. It's not too bad, but it can be kind of a pain sometimes. It all depends on what, whether the screws are really Loctited or not. Um, and getting them off of the uh, motor shaft and all of that kind of stuff. But um, we'll give it a go. We'll see how fast we can get them. Um, A local guy here, Joe Belisi, Belisi, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Um, but he hit 104 miles an hour with the stock electronics. I think he went up to a 28 or 29-tooth pinion. Uh, don't quote me on that either. There's a lot of don't quote me's on this. Um, this is kind of just kind of came out of the blue that I started talking about this. So I wasn't prepared for this kind of comment, but I do want to give him a shout out because that's really awesome. Doing that with the stock electronics in the vehicle off the shelf, just putting a new pinion on it, which are, you know, relatively cheap and then going out in there and cranking it to 104. I think he did change the tires though. Uh, because he had burned his other ones up and he was waiting for some or something. Um, but very, very impressive, impressive truck. And uh, they're just selling out so quick. People want these things. They're super fun for an on-road car. You can bash them. You can go fast with them. You can drift them. You know, it, it's kind of a very versatile for on-road. Um, we just did on YouTube a little video on six things you need if you want to make an RC mud truck. Now that's if you want to make one like mine. There's other ones that you can make. You know, you can base it off of other platforms. Mine was if just one way to do it. And if you were going to do it, you'd need these six things, which was an SMT10, and then different components like mud tires, mega truck body, whatever. So um, that we just put up on YouTube. Over on RC Conspiracies, we're going to be having Pablo from RC Amigos on. Got a really cool Instagram channel, so check that out on the RC Conspiracies, either on the uh, the YouTube channel, CCXRC, go down to the RC Conspiracies playlist, or on the RC Conspiracies podcast. We'll be uh, putting the audio up for people that want to listen to that later. So, um, lots of stuff going on. Definitely keeping busy. Got st- Loads of stuff here in the studio to do for you guys. People want to see all the different monster trucks that I haven't necessarily shown on the channel yet, but have on my back shelves. I've got some builds to do. Um, I've got things that I, the old Mini-Z crawler. I still haven't unboxed that thing. So I am behind on certain things. That one was partly because I was a little bit miffed about the Mini-Z stackable uh, terrain that I bought with it. And it being just like um, recycled paper molded into rocks, and it cost like seventy-five bucks for five of them or something. So they were like fifteen dollars per square of this pulp paper. Anyway, it wasn't. I at that point, I just I, I kind of lost steam in it and just moved on. So it's still sitting. On my couch behind me, waiting to be unboxed. I did drive one, though. Oh, so there's another thing. Ding, ding, ding. Whole other topic here. Um, Coastal RC Indoor Speedway and Hobbies in Chesapeake, Virginia. Opened up this year in January. And I went there when they first opened. They were still working on the crawler courses. Basically just a pile of rocks. Um... And, you know, nothing too tricky or whatever. It's just rocks. Um, They were kind of making an area for Mini Zs, not really anything done yet. And then they had their on-road track and they had their off-road track that were carpet. And those both looked really good. Very clean facility. They were still working on their little hobby shop section of it. And, um, you know, it was cool. And then COVID hit. And I was thinking, man, how is this place going to survive through this? And, you know, people aren't going or they can't go in big numbers. And, you know, this is going to be member driven because the hobby shop's not really going yet. I had, you know, in my mind, all these scenarios running. Well, they have pulled through. And during that time, they did some really big upgrades to this place. The crawler course is awesome. They've also built a little micro crawler table. And they have uh, a mini Z track that is super epic. So... Um, yeah, it's it's really blown my mind. They've changed the layout of the off-road track several times. I've now got my TLR 22 5.0 AC I need to build. That's another thing I have to do here. So there's a lot that I've got to do. There's going to be lots of content coming from there. I just finished a build, not a build, but kind of a rebuild of a TF2 that I traded for. Came as a slider, bought some RC four-wheel drive wheels and tires, and installed an Axe Hobbywing Axe 1200 KV motor, a um, Reefs 555 servo, and a Spectrum uh, 5 or 6 channels. It's an older one, like an SRS 6000, um, which has AVC and stuff I just disabled. I, w- I needed the extras because the extra channels because of the 2-speed uh, transmission. And that's all I had laying around. So I grabbed that for now. But... Um, I'll probably swap that out with something a little more modern that I can bind on the fly and doesn't have the AVC stuff in it that I don't need and could potentially use in a different two-wheel drive truck. So I do want to get that servo out of there. But um, yeah, so that's something else that we've got going on. And I really distressed that thing. I'll be doing a video on it. It is in the RC, uh, the Coastal RC um, Indoor Speedway video that I did there for crawling. I drove that there as well as the Capra and the, the crawler section is really cool now with some bridges and some stuff up on the walls that they've done and they've really expanded it. So, um, as well as their hobby shop is starting to get finished, they've got a little area with food that you can get. It's, it's really neat what they're doing there. So, uh, but it is, and some people have been griping saying they can't just bring their cars in and drive them there. It is a race facility, and so there are rules and regulations for what you can put on their track because they're trying to keep it a nice facility. They don't want it to get torn up by screws and cars that are not just not put together uh, properly or um, being taken care of and could, you know, bring a whole bunch of dirt and whatnot onto their track. So they are trying to keep it nice. So I will say that. Um, crawler course, you know, You bring in your crawlers, you can crawl on it, but um, there are going to be more rules and regulations for your on-road and off-road carpet tracks that you have to abide by. So lots of little news stuff going on here. I'll probably have another one of these podcasts here uh, midweek. It is midweek already almost, so a little bit later in the week, maybe Friday, kind of wrap up some of the other stuff we've got going here. Going to have a little more time to get to some of this stuff, and I'll let you know that in another episode and why that is. so. Uh, but overall, things are going real good here. And i um, really excited about the year. It's been um, for RC. It's been a pretty crummy year in general for 2020. But as far as RC goes, I've had a lot of fun. And yeah. Oh, the other thing is the Bari build is nearing completion. And that was just on the show I did with Bari live. So you'll want to check that out. Um, where he b- finished building it and then revealed it to us live. And so that is on the, uh, ccxrc.com, which takes you to my YouTube channel and it's under uh, the stream there, or just Google Barry builds, ccxrc, something like that. And you'll see it. It's, it's pretty amazing what he put together for me. So anyway, guys, the batteries are done. We'll get them loaded up for the infraction. We'll get some more video footage for you of that thing doing some cool Drifting and street stuff, and uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. See you guys.